0: so today i'm getting into um how how and why i decided to make a podcast so um to begin with i actually wanted to um begin a podcast for some time now but i didn't think i was i didn't think i had the voice for it um but I started it um and I didn't know what exactly what direction I wanted to take from it. Um I don't know I think the ideas that I came up with is with, with writing um my my writing and discussing my BTS study. Um, I didn't think at the time that um, I would get guests. I wanted to probably have guests but I was like, you know what, I was too afraid to ask people Um, but majority of them were like people that I knew and people that I asked that they were willing to come on so thank you for my guests for being willing to come on. but they, I mean, when I first started the, um, doing the episodes, I was a bit nervous, I mean, yeah, I probably still am, but I'm, I'm, I'm improving slowly, but we shall see (laughs) improvement, um, what else am I supposed to, um, But yeah um so again now with this study i actually started this study in 2020 yeah i wanted to start it since what 2019 but i didn't really have the encouragement to do that but somehow i just managed to do that put it out there in 2020 which i didn't think i would have gain traction but i did gain traction for some traction for it because i reached out to um other fan base local fan base and they had um i think locals from their respective regions that were um interacting with them so that was good and i happened to um you know interact with them as well um but yeah so with this study um like i also thought too that the um study was taking too maybe it was taking too long because i decided that okay i want more data so i have to wait for other people to probably see it you know and so i was like okay the podcast will make up for that for people who um who have anything BTS related to say within the Caribbean um, apart from things that well if you if you know you've been following me the way I talk about that okay yeah you heard that I write on stuff um, but yes I like all our stuff um, but yeah um, in terms of collecting data for this study um, currently some of the data would be what uh armies would put out local caribbean armies would put out some of it be- maybe from 2018 2017 2019 2020 and the thing about that is that it's just there to show any study that okay that armies are active they know about um my subjects music the artistry and so on um yeah because i know some people would say oh yeah but that data is too um that data is late like it's outdated but i mean i have the um what to say the results for the data the survey itself to make up for that um yeah so yeah but i mean the process of collecting data in terms of like you know um to show okay that caribbean armies are active within the timeline well within so within social media most of majority of time is like i mostly check twitter um you know because as the jau once said twitter is where it's at (laughs) um but yeah um but sometimes some information are pretty hard to um find uh yeah because sometimes it is it, either not there or or it's just um certain keywords that I can't find um yeah so yeah I am really glad too that I'm able to track like the charts and stuff but sometimes the charts are kind of um hard to um check I don't check it often I just check it sometimes on, um, only when BTS release something. Um, yeah I think the I got uh understand charting was what doing butter era yeah it's only this this year I actually learn how to figure out how to um, look at the charts and stuff so I checked between um YouTube Apple music and yeah i think that that is it well whatever chart we have in the caribbean so sometimes it is uh it is I, i look um like i look to see each and every country every island in the caribbean to see okay if they um have to check the charts and it is amazing to see that okay different um islands in the caribbean within the caribbean are actually listening to their music even though um it may not shown predominantly but it is there like you could you could see that okay people they have a uh good amount of people listening to them which i always thought that okay people may not know of them but i mean data doesn't lie um so yeah however um that the responses that i have now it's probably like 183 i am pretty much sure that i can get higher than that probably like a 200 yeah that would be nice um but yeah so i actually ended ended up making a um what is it called a blog yes a tumblr blog i i made that because i was um i had a i did an interview. Uh, Uh, with yeah I did an interview and um, I wanted to put it in PDF format on our website but that wasn't happening so I end up having to shift thing quickly you know and I put it on the blog yeah no I made a blog for it sorry I made a Tumblr blog for it so I, would, I said I w- I would break some of the pieces um, um, that are, are relevant in the study and put it there on the blog for them to read, for who to for who to read. But I won't put the um, like any results or any sort of data there. It might be confusing. So I said I would put like um, little tidbits there, you know, just to make up for the study as well in a written form. So you have the written written and the audio, <laughs> the audio, <laughs> which. You know would make up for the weight of the study and yeah so um moving on we have uh, a bts army well a bts caribbean army should i say um her name's koya and she um shares on this segment about her army story and yeah you can dive right into it Hello, so would you like to introduce yourself to the audience before we begin?
1: Yes, my name is Koya. I am a BTS fan since 2014. Um, I am of Caribbean descent and I currently live in the United States.
0: Nice, lovely. Um, so that's what that was like right after their debut. How did you discover them?
1: Um, I actually discovered BTS um, through an app um, called Drama Fever. Mm -hmm. Um, They are pretty much, um, at the time, um, they were one of the very few apps where you were able to purchase a subscription in the United States to watch it, content from the Asian continent, and their primary focus was Korean drama. Mm -hmm. Um, Through that, I discovered um, BTS through the, um, the the inter sports um, championships they generally have with the idols, and that's how I came across BTS. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you were always invest well, always interested in the Asian things, or you just stumbled upon that?
1: Well, no, growing up as a child, um, mm-hmm. and as I'm pretty sure most of the audience who grew up in the West Indies um, is kind of familiar with. um
0: pot because of histories that passed and that happened. Um, so tell me, how did BTS, um, how did, did their music make you feel?
1: and it was it was just refreshing it was it was just wow what is that and then um the, the baritone V his voice captured me it was a sound that I've never heard before and it was like is this really coming out of this little kid and you know it's just been a pleasure to be on the ride with them It uh, I, there's no other way I can explain it apart from that mm-hmm
0: and what did it change um did it change anything about yourself in what way
1: um well through their earlier um discography um the school trilogy it really didn't change much per se mm-hmm. um because to me it was more that fun era for them now they did tackle a lot of topics that was needed at the time for the, I would say, because at the time when I met BTS, I was in my 20s, so mm-hmm. it was more the topic that was affecting younger people at that time. I already had, I was married, I had a um, my first child, I'm um, going on my second child, um, so it, it didn't really affect me too much, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, with those kind of struggles, but it did enlighten me to what is to come for my children so Mm -hmm. i really it really gave me a different perspective for parenting Mm -hmm. um which is a is a rarity that as a parent i'm sitting down stating to an audience that i actually learned how to parent better because of bts it it, 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 it's a it's a it's a it's a topic that's not talked about a lot Mm -hmm. um but You know, it it, it gave you that that refreshing intake of the pressures. And I can say as a parent, I took, um, my eldest was in high school at the time, and I took some of those pressures that they were talking about, and I tried my best as a parent to lessen the burden on her not to achieve certain things. So like in the song where they say no, where they're basically speaking about the pressures in school and how it is to perform, it actually gave me a, a distinct impression that, you know, Testing is great. It really is good because I grew up in the West Indies. So when you compare the education system between the Caribbean and America, um, you know, I came up with testing is good because you know where your children is at. Um, So it really really gave me, you know, it made me ease up a little bit. It still made me keep standards for my children, but it, it made me see that how that pressure can affect them differently. Um, When we go on to the next couple of years, where we're talking from 2016 on to 2019, this is where they covered the Wings era, um, H-Y-Y-H, the Love Yourself era. All of those, even as a grown-up, I can say that it taught me so much about myself. Um, They do have a song from their Love Yourself album, See, trivia seesaw, which is sung by um Sugar, and I can say at the time I know this is really personal for me, but at the time I was in, in a in a marriage where it was a little bit abusive in the in the verbal sense, and it kind of made me you know it gave me the strength to say you know what enough is enough because um Sugar narrates that up and down in between a relationship, and how mm-hmm. you know it's okay to go through that, but then it's also not okay to stay in it. You know, you need to be at a at a level playing field. So I can say definitely from the Love Yourself series, I learned a lot about myself as an individual, but also as a woman mm-hmm. because. I was getting this different perspective, from from a male's perspective. So it it was very empowering, um, for me.
0: That is, that is such a uh, your answer is such a good um, uh, a good take, especially on your parenting, because you know some parents they they don't know how to parent, and. So, uh, and we had that YouTube video pointers from them is amazing. Um. But next, I want to ask you. Um. Well, obviously, you have been a fan for quite some time. Um. Do you go back? Ever go back and like um, reach through their discovery?
1: Um. Well, here's the thing. Um. I listen to the entire discography at least once every six months so (laughs) no matter what no matter what is going on um in the sense of because um we the fans um we do promote their current work but Mm -hmm. i always pause and go back um Mm -hmm. i'm very connected to the very latest um we're talking about albums um Mm -hmm. b b was an excellent album b as a person who's 38 years old, I can say that album brought me so much comfort at a time where mm-hmm. we were just stagnant, and, and it brought life to me. Um, my favorite song on that album is Telepathy, and I love that song because it kind of, when I listen to it, I think of where they came from. Mm-hmm and how they were able to communicate like I was able to link it to all the other prior works of art and I always when I hear that song it makes me think of wow let's go back to Dark and Wild cuz I came in in the Dark and Wild era mm-hmm. and I I always go back and I listen to it and I replay it um, my son is 6 and his favorite song is Backseat. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's I listen to it every day my son yeah, um I love it too. Believe it or not, he is actually, he loves the older generation of BTS. Mm Every day I hear it at home, so I always make it a duty because he comes and he asks questions about well, what are they singing about, or what are they what is the music video about? So that's why I'm constantly in the back discography because I have mm-hmm. to constantly explain to a younger person what certain things mean. But I do it as a pleasure, and I think it's great as a as a fan to mm-hmm. always remember where they started and what brought them to where they are now. Mm-hmm
0: in terms of your bts journey um like because i mean you live in the u.s the u.s have um a lot of variety of different things that includes like the billboard awards the um uh concerts and so on what i want to ask to you is that um what i mean i think well you voted for social awards right yes yes uh, i know so what made It's your decision to get behind them, to get invested in voting for them and stuff like that.
1: As a fan, I vote because I really enjoy them. So that was always my number one priority. But I I voted for them because for the same phenomenon, why we have so much other... Entities interested in the, the, as we say, the BTS phenomenon, mm-hmm. is they they have a humbleness to them where they don't always make the music about them. They try to relate to other individuals mm-hmm. and make it about the time. So when you really consider, especially when we go back to 2017, social artists, they were beyond their time. They were Their fans, the fandom was was so active in different things, and Mm -hmm. it it wasn't just like okay, because I'm I don't want to speak too badly on other artists, but you don't see too many artists promote equality in a sense where you know it's in a sense where I I I can't even find the words for this, but. media, if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense at all.
0: voted for them for social office award was the second year that they um got nominated and ever mm-hmm. since I voted since <laughs> um so I wanna ask I wanna ask you have you been on social media using Twitter at that time when you um were listening to their music and stuff?
1: So my journey with BTS started out um as I as I. Through Drama Fever mm-hmm. um, From there I went on to YouTube And I was on YouTube For about two Two and a half years um, My issue was I did not advertise that this was what I listened to. So I could say from 2014, when I discovered them, October, 2014, up until about 2017, it was really kept to YouTube. I I watched the the videos, I looked out, I tried to, um, a lot of Googling. (laughs) Um, And then with, as I came to find out in my third year in the fandom, a lot of the information that you found out was not always accurate. Um, and that's really how the journey started. From YouTube, I went on to Facebook and Instagram simultaneously, mm-hmm. and I finally decided to come to the Twitter platform um, June of 2020. Oh
0: wow! That's really. I mean, I thought you was on Twitter. I feel like probably at the time, but you probably was dormant or something.
1: No, because the the thing was mm-hmm. and. When I started following groups, um, Facebook chat groups with the boys, um, with the group, sorry, um, it was always pushed and promoted that Twitter just wasn't, Twitter Army was um problematic, mm-hmm. um, they're toxic. So as a parent who's raising children, you you know, I didn't really have the time to divulge in into certain um. You know, it just really wasn't sounds, yeah. on my radar at yeah. the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it's like, you know, I just stayed away from that. But in, in all reality, when I came to the platform, I discovered that they are nothing like what they're portrayed on other platforms. They're, they're, they're some of the sweetest people I have met. I don't know half the profile pictures in real life. Mm-hmm but you could tell by the passion and by the drive how much they push and i've i've said this so many times like yeah. i've been on so many platforms and i like have it? done so much work in the past year with on um, twitter army than i've done in seven years in being in and i feel so satisfied and fulfilled
0: so that is twitter armies this space is very different compared to other platforms <laughs> Um, because I when I was using my, I, I joined Twitter, since 2011, I don't like to use Facebook and I don't really use Instagram for that, for, um, for BTS, but when I found them, um, I, um, I didn't know that they had personal, a personal account from their, um, company account, so it's called, com- the company account is what I used to follow from, and the bank TV, I thought it was, uh, a fan that was posting those stuff. <laughs> And when I joined, um, so I was slowly watching what they were doing, how they were building up billboards and so on. And, um, I think, um, when I decided that I wanted to do a study, I had, um, when Dynamite came out, that's when I actually, because I didn't have no idea that Army Twitter was such a thing. And, I, and the, and i was like okay who i need to follow because i saw actually i don't know i think i saw a few people who in my country my island who were supporting these guys i can't even remember how i ended up bouncing up them but i followed them and i, I made the account and i followed them back on this account and then i think it's game treats or something because you meet people through those game treats, armies and I'm still with, friends with them, and staff mutuals with them, and it's been, I realized too, I was like, you know what, I need to sink myself into the, um, into the study, but the thing that had me stayed was the fact that they are so funny. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's, it's, it's so funny how you say that because I can remember when I came on in June,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, didn't speak too much um, I, because I, I had a, a personal profile and mm-hmm. when I came on, mm-hmm. um, I was on that for a while and mm-hmm. then I... Then I once I discovered. Oh wait, hold up. For me too, it was pretty weird, you know, just speaking to people online that you didn't know. I had a mo- um, a mutual that I followed for a little bit, and mm-hmm. you know, I I wouldn't speak, but you know, I followed and I read and I and mm-hmm. I discovered. And then one day, by happen chance, I found out that there was a Jamaican mm-hmm. army Twitter. And once I found that out, I created another account aside from my personal account. Mm-hmm. And then I joined up with them and um, they, they didn't post a lot. Mm-hmm. Then I found out there was one from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Mm-hmm. And then I found out about the BTS Caribbean Army. And that's when I started to flourish because I felt at home
2: mm-hmm. in a
1: community that I knew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all this time you telling me that this is where, mm-hmm. you know, like i don't know i think especially being as a a caribbean american Mm -hmm. um we have this tendency where we like to stay within our boundaries of what we know and Mm -hmm. for me finding that community of what i knew was like wow there's a whole world and it's from joining them is how i became as fluently active as i am now
0: To be honest, I actually had three accounts, and all three accounts, it, it has something to do with Bangtan related, because also to do in the Dynamite area, I didn't want to use my personal account to bombard people with, over oh, stream, you know, so and so. So that's why I ended up making the Dynamite account, and while the writing account, I was like, I'm not going to post anything time there, but you know, sometimes you they want, they want people to know about good music, so sometimes I would yes. I drop your uh, tweets here and there, you know. Yeah, but um, for
1: you being Caribbean American, um, how does that make you feel? Um, it doesn't. It, I would I would say in the beginning, um, exploring into the BTS community, um, mm-hmm. because at the time I was not too aware of, you know, to me like I I thought it was taboo. Even not even just being Caribbean American, but I thought it was kind of taboo. Mm-hmm for um the black community to really be into
2: Mm -hmm. the
1: into um just anything outside of the black community Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's not something that's that's, that they are open-minded but there's certain things that they try to keep close to home and -hmm. to me in the beginning it was like "Uh, i don't know if i'll be accepted here and then this all boils down to stereotyping because you know you i i was when I was raised, I was raised between St. Lucia and Brooklyn. And then I, I, my adult years, I lived in Queens. So you had these different stereotypes around, well, you know, the, this sect does not mix well with, you know, you don't blend with this this this, this community. Or mm-hmm. So there was always that diversion in little places that kind of stalled my full um, enthusiasm, if that makes any sense. And then being as a career being american now you have to deal with the caribbean community which they're very open-minded don't get me wrong but it was just always like it just from when i used to watch it K- dramas like i said earlier it was always this oh why are you watching it that for so it was always this why 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 mm-hmm. and you know you just kind of kept it really close to yourself but yeah i same
0: thing with me with I, my study I, I don't tell any i don't really tell anybody <laughs> Are people who are
1: because there's stigma in the community where it's like it's so hard to explain it and it's like well you know I want to share it with you but then it's like you don't know how they will they will they will be how they will rest approach to, to your enthusiasm. And to be honest, I started sharing BTS with my grandmother a year ago, and she is very, she 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 listens to their music, she watches the music videos with us, and, you know, I tell her the stories about the guy. She's actually in love with Permission to Dance. Um, she loves the song. My grandmother's 87 years old, and she dances in the kitchen every time we play it. So, you know, it's, it it, it it's, it's, uh, It's a a beautiful thing, but as as a Caribbean American, it was very hard. And then once I got onto a Facebook group and then I discovered they were um, actual black Americans, and I'm not speaking bad about any denial. Then I opened up a little bit more, and then like I said, once I came to Twitter and I found out, oh, there is actual Caribbean army, I just was like, okay, this is something that I can do 100%, and so even on my personal page, I post about them all the time. I promote the videos on my personal page. Um, I vote most requested live on my personal pages. Um, I don't force it on my family, but, you you know, I try to share it as much as I can. Um, But for the most part, I could say the last year, um, the last year or two, I've had more family members be a little bit more open to my choices Mm -hmm. um, and what I enjoy recreationally outside of work and being Mm -hmm. a parent and being a family member. Because
0: I think that is important because when people, like, you know, when people, um, it's that's you build connections with people, telling them how what you like or things you don't like, you know. To have conversations to keep it going, especially with friends or family. And the thing about it is that, you know, if they say that they don't like something or they don't like it, they say it in a kind of manner, you know, it would make you think away, okay, that I shouldn't be doing. Uh it takes I away mean, from the enthusiastic the the enthusiastic side of how you like this particular um um, thing, and it, it makes you not want to, um, it, it dwindles your love for it basically.
1: Yes, it does, it does, it, and it's, it's it, you know, I always find it to be very interesting how they are so open to, um, Kung Fu Theater on a Sunday, or they will listen to. Shah Rukh Khan singing in the rain <laughs> but then it's like you tell them hey you know I really like anime or I enjoy um, BTS or I enjoy K-pop or I enjoy this and then it's like they, they shut down a little bit <laughs> uh, but it, 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 it really is mm-hmm. it, it, it really is fascinating it's, it's a, and actually a fascinating story too to, to really research into because well, you know we grew up i find growing up in the island of st lucia mm-hmm. i knew about british artists and canadian artists and yeah. i knew about classics and you, see, you know right. french music like we were well-rounded and then it, yeah. when it came to k-pop it's like what's that yeah. <laughs> I, I get it maybe because it is unfamiliar territory yeah. maybe i feel if it was pushed um, even just i'm um, going back to the the trash music, Korean trap music. I think if it was more well known, when I was a kid, I thought pro- we probably would not have such a stigma to it in the Caribbean as no,
0: but the we too, do now. It, it, the thing about it too is that, my bad, the Caribbean is so diverse. Um, we have people from. South Asian, East Asia, and Africa. Remember, if you have family members that have, um, that, you know, combined, like, you know, it have the Indian, the African, they call it Dogla. Yeah. yeah. And I have one of my friends, she is, well, she is African, and she is half Korean, because you know, they call it, what, um, by Black asian black-Asian, something.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, also, to you might even know your, the cultures out of that. Because for me, I am a My mom is Indian. My father is Spanish
1: mix. So, you know, I, do, I don't... Yeah, I'm going to say that Douglas. Yeah. Douglas, well, I'm half black, half Indian. Yeah. So, it, it's, it's it's an eclectic yeah. mix. It, it's it's really a, 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 a weird a, a weird dynamic. Like, I don't know how to put my finger on it. But then, I, I think it's really... When I... When I really analyze it, I guess it's because Korean music, just the regular home normal music, wasn't as popular abroad. Mm-hmm. So I guess now that it's spreading abroad, even though we have such an eclectic mix of, of, of individuals now, mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's because if you look at um, my, my in-laws are from Jamaica and I have a, a
0: Have you been to like K-Con or have you went to any BTS concert or anything particular to K-pop or Korean music?
1: but at the same token I'm happy
0: I submitted to Archie Journal, um, and I wrote about about that same thing with BTS being well not being bigger but um, me just being a Caribbean army um, knowing that I probably won't ever get to see them in concert or whatever but being um satisfied enough with the fact that you know they have all this content out and uh their music so it's kind of like I kind of I phrase it in a psychological aspect of saying okay you can't always have what you um You can't always have what you want but Uh you could be satisfied in certain things you know and that's okay for me
1: yes and it's 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 um it's 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 a very comforting um position to have yourself in Mm -hmm. that because you know you you understand that you know certain things are beyond your control and Would we would we all love to see them? Yes. Is it logical that we will all get to see them? No. But we have content and I feel that gives us a more intimate connection with them than anything else because I can I can say growing up as a very important
0: that is very important because some people don't realize that you know because somehow it could be damaging to an artist's mental health you know and it could be very ego Um, yeah. um but what I want to ask you to um, you know how armies have curated accounts specific accounts like very various accounts like the um, BTS Kitchen Army the Deaf Army the Medical Army Association the Laura um, the June Lyric the Sugar Lyrics all these different things um, have you seen them around your timeline and what do you think of about armies creating these things for army by army and I don't think also, too, I want to add in, too, that some people may um, not know that, know that these resources actually exist. But I think I had seen one as uh, someone did a podcast or something or a study, and they put, like, all that information there. But then it's like, I don't know. How, that, how did that make you feel if you have seen that? Yes. Yeah,
1: so when I first came on to um, to, uh, to more especially Twitter Army, mm-hmm. um. So, mm-hmm. because I've experienced them from different platforms, and mm-hmm. I can say that, that what you've just discussed is what I call the army ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And it is really specifically tailored only to Twitter army. Mm-hmm. And I, I, if it's on Facebook or Instagram, yeah, actually, I have yet to come across yeah, it. Yeah. I have not been able to. Um, but that in particular really is a distinct uniqueness of Twitter army. Um, In the beginning when I came on I didn't know anyone and when I started following, I started following all of those accountants, believe it or not. that's what I looked for the most. I was like, oh, wait, they got a library? Wait, they got a a, a medical association? They got a, a bar association? Mm-hmm. And then, like, when you read into it, I was like, okay, that's what I followed. So I could say for about the first three or four months on Twitter Army, I was really more following the ecosystem. And I never really spoke to anybody, and I just observed, and I talked, and then um, when the boys would post, I would like their comments. I didn- wouldn't even comment, but I would like it. I didn't retweet but I liked it mm-hmm. and, um, and then once I started to learn the translation accounts that's when I started making you know being a little bit more out there a little bit and, and, and slowly I grew um, but the ecosystem yes is very unique and it is something that that, that is spoken about by the media mm-hmm. but it's also not something that is, is promoted and I yeah. can say that there's a lot of just individual accounts that create a lot of Welcome baby army threads. Um, mm-hmm. And they do try to push that narrative. It's just that you can't catch everybody, and not everybody happens um, to be as lucky as I was to end up in the correct. Space in army, if that makes any sense.
0: Yes,
1: that makes sense. Most people on the skirts. I happen to end up right in the eye of it, where the, the you know the as we joke and say rational army is. So I, I was distinctly lucky in that sense like i pulled a very good lottery card <laughs> when i came on on twitter mm-hmm. that i was able to pinpoint it but no it's a very unique ecosystem i've actually used the tutoring programs during the pandemic with my children mm-hmm. um that that was very helpful Um my daughter who's in college it's her first year in college mm-hmm. she actually utilizes the service um mm-hmm. because once one day she called me but i was like well a lot of them do held 24 hours a day because of the different time zones. And mm-hmm. you know, both both my older children have been able to benefit greatly from that system in of itself. Um, the Bar, the Army um, Bar Association, I've asked a couple of questions I've had answered um, by other members who were able to um, answer them. Um, I've guided other, um, other armies to different associations who had questions and didn't even know that they existed. Um, you know we do have um, an mm-hmm. army flower shop which I yes. found to be the cutest thing ever they, have they literally and send shopping. these little cute cards I remember growing up as a kid where you know you would you'd buy those little love hats and then you know mm-hmm. you'd, you'd sign it and send it off it's yeah. like it's so cute how they do that and mm-hmm. they sent it out and you know so it, it's it's just the even the the, the army kitchen that was such a great thing like I was like oh wow and what I did like about them the fact that they give you not only just um, a meat base but they also provide you vegetarian based meals wow. as well mm-hmm. so it's like you know it's such an eclectic mix and it's it's a utopia of army but an ecosystem that supports itself mm-hmm. if you know the right people to speak to and really it, it is a lot of promotion but it, it's, it's such a beautiful such a beautiful
2: thing. So,
0: as you know, there is misconceptions about the BTS
2: army. Um
0: but what what do you think people think um um army is about? I mean yeah. It could this is such a broad question, isn't
1: it? Broad question, yes, and it's a question that you really have to sit down and think about. So, for me, I could give you two answers to this question. For me, when you look at it from a from a from a an outsider of the the Asian community, mm-hmm. it's it's more. What is that like? Why? you know, who calls themselves that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, once you you get into it, it's like, oh wait, hold up, why did I stereotype what that means? And it's like, ARMY, ARMY is really just a, a huge set of fans who really love music that is lyrically filled with, 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 Theories and logic and substance. <laughs> yes, a lot of substance, and it's not just your run of the mill music. It's like, wow, you you listen to it, even just just even if you don't know the lyrics, you mm-hmm. listen to it and you're like, wow. An army really is that eclectic mix of fans who came together to appreciate that wow and then army became a wow in of themselves because they were guided by these humble human beings who realized that it's not just about me it's about me and everybody else and they pushed that message so much that they grew people to think of others instead of And that's what ARMY is doing. ARMY is a group of people who came together to appreciate music Mm -hmm. and they loved it so much that they had to spread it with others and show people that there is another way. That you can still be you and still support people of different backgrounds. No matter who you are, we can all be one if we work together Mm -hmm. that's that's there's no barriers Mm -hmm. in in army Mm -hmm. and it it gives you that that utopia that you know it's a utopia that people we we read about in books it's 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 just mind-blowing because we we have this this thing where we see a lot of um outside fans come in and they go well why are you translating this you're not getting paid for it but mm-hmm. the passion the passion mm-hmm. that passion and that drive that 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 you see these performers perform and you want to share it with other people And that passion is so great that it inspired others to say you know what i need to i know it's not i need to i want to translate and i want to share this message with somebody else, because somebody else could be having a bad day, and I want to let them know that there is comfort someplace else, and army is just a comfort, I, I don't know how else to explain it, it really is something that cannot be explained in five minutes, Mm -hmm. but army to me is just a comfort, it's a comfort of, of people that came together with passion and want Mm -hmm. better, yeah.
0: 'Cause I mean, even though like you don't know about each other personally and stuff, but you know, certain things that um you like you know, tweets that they write and stuff, like little um nuggets of their life and stuff, you can relate especially like terms in um different cultures like the Asian culture, the African community yeah. um, you know, and so on. And I think that is beautiful because it tells you that, you know, even though there are some differences and there um there are also some similarities, you know, yeah, and even though that you may not know their names, you will know them by their screen names, you know,
1: yes, and it, it I remember um I remember one day I came across um I, I know for a fact she's of a of a younger age, and she was sitting there on speaking and so on and so forth that was before I discovered um the 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 the, the eclectic set of what i call adult army Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she was a younger lady you know and she would just speak and you know i i you know she would speak about her day and how tough competitions was and Mm -hmm. and come to find out she she she's an equestrian Mm -hmm. and we would speak and then every so often i would look for and i'd be like how was your day today how are you doing we don't know everyone behind the screen. I, I have met some armies through um, FaceTime and
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, through different in real life um, meetings and so on and so forth. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's like you ninety percent of the people that you know you you don't know them personally, and it's like you can speak to them, or they, or even you can't speak to them, but they will speak about something that you yourself are so ashamed to speak about, or mm-hmm. you yourself you don't have the the the, the will. and then that person will voice it out and then you sit down and you watch because there's a lot of posts that go on if we're all honest with ourselves that we monitor and we don't comment we don't like
0: of globalization right uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, have you immersed yourself into learning their language or, and, or learning their history you probably have um, um, like tried their foods and stuff like that because I really was away well America has Korean barbecue over there
1: half um half black Mm -hmm. and um because of that i have an affinity i like to try different continental foods
2: Mm -hmm. i
1: enjoy different cultures but i was into korean um korean television and mm-hmm. the, 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 the movie and television industry going back to tw- 2009 mm-hmm. so for me i was already emerged in the culture the culture wasn't anything new to me mm-hmm. I, I i i read the travel guides i watched that different you know travel information um mm-hmm. different shows about foods and so on and mm-hmm. so forth and i was learning the Korean language before I encountered BTS. Wow.
2: Um,
1: so, but they've given me more of a drive to learn because I was, you know, you're watching that shows and you're reading subtitles, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of pick up here and there. Yeah, and nice. then, um, and that's really how it started. And then for me, living in Jamaica, Queens, mm-hmm. um, there is an area called Flushing Queens, which yeah, was about 20 minutes or so from me. And then, so I had that neighborhood right there. And um, my mom, who believed in a lot of Eastern medicine, um, growing up, um, you know, I was kind of exposed to certain things. So I've, I've, I'm fully diverse in the culture. Like I've learned how to politely, um, when I eat, you know, or you visit their, 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 how to appropriately eat um, to their manner that that's popular in their culture. Um, I've learned how to. Say thank you, hello. Even though I may not be able to read certain things, but I've mm-hmm. learned how to be polite mm-hmm. um, and, and how to properly address them. Um. So yeah, it's 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 really great. Like it, it it's, it's the same way how um I've learned so much from the the, the, the from my grandfather's side of the family, my Indian roots. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm diverse in that culture as well. So for me, I I know how to um. Caribbean I can interact well with the with the Indian community I can communicate well with the with a lot of different Asian communities because before k-drama I was into anime so it was like I went from Japan to South Korea from India Japan South Korea and then a couple of little islands in between so I'm kind of in that neighborhood and I'm learning every day and it's just but the one thing I can say and I will put this out there BTS has encouraged me to spend in their community if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so before I knew about the community I would have went and eat or try food here and there but then it's like once I learned more about BTS and you know you diverge a little bit more now I'm Every week I'm in a Korean supermarket buying food because I enjoy the food so much. Or like I will purchase more products from Korea. Um, I'm more mindful about where I'm spending my money. I don't go to commercialized spots anymore. I go to the mom and pop places because, you know... They they promote this 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 ideology sorry this ideology where you know it's good to promote small businesses and I do that because of them so you know it's it's they they have I can I can definitely say my spending habits I would say from when I met them in two thousand and fourteen to now yeah I can say about. I have increased my 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 spending habits about seventy or eighty percent into more Korean um, businesses. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, as you know, they have uh, they had a slow build up in the U.S. It's still growing, an army is still growing, um, but you know, obviously, they are the how to say it. I don't want to say barriers because they are already broken barriers. But I mean, people are more becoming, probably more becoming more aware of them. But that is a difference in the media, how they are portrayed. Um, do you think that the portrayal in the media might change? And some people um, people who are, who are ignorant um, towards them, do you think their mindset will change or they'll just be
1: stagnant in uh, in what they think about them. Well, this, here's, here's, this is like a catch twenty two question and answer. But mm-hmm. it it depends on the individual. And mm-hmm. um, very recently, I can I can speak on something that I saw up to yesterday. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, it was released by Universal Music Group that their their second quarter numbers were released and. Through browsing the Internet, I've come across several articles where they had not announced or they did not care to, um, I wouldn't say care, that's that's the wrong word here. Um, they, they did not, the information that was, was was delivered to the normal reading general public mm-hmm. did not include TS's contributions to that second quarter numbers.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, some of the articles use yeah. different artists. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the articles did, not, did mention them but very briefly. Mm-hmm. But then it was really curious to see how they are—they outsold a lot of artists with one album. And mm-hmm. the, the credit that's not given to them mm-hmm. is, is really amazing because we focus so much on Especially in America, we focus so much on that um, how how do you say that that, that that achievement. What have you achieved? You know? Those numbers and it's very and enl- it's very enlightening to see that you have a group that is doing the numbers that a normal I wouldn't even say normal, but yes, a normal US based music market standard would produce okay if if that that person fit, fit that normal category they would be plastered all over the news every single year
2: but with them
1: they are they are producing these numbers and you don't hear anything about it so i i i think at some point the industry Will change? Do I necessarily feel that they will gain credit for everything? Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. I think they will acknowledge certain things but I think they will remain quiet about what they feel they want to remain quiet. But then you know, it's it's not an unnatural occurrence, neither because some of the greatest artists in history was not given proper their proper dues while they were while they were either A active as musicians or un- until they were post-humorous and some of them even post they still haven't been acknowledged mm-hmm. um to, to 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 the extent of which they should have been acknowledged whilst they were mm-hmm. an active musician if that makes sense so you know it the we we if we if we ju- if we the fans know what we know mm-hmm. I think that that's more than enough for them I yeah. think the, the group is humble enough that they appreciate it yeah. and you know it, it's gonna be left in the history books as to you know how they are portrayed but I think once that drive and that passion is still alive mm-hmm. in the fans mm-hmm. it, it, it will never die down no matter how much someone tries to mm-hmm. to was, downplay it
0: I was telling myself like I had I was doing this like group play kind of thing that just just happened to so, um, come up inside of me and I was like passion dies when persistence is not motion or something like that but I'm like I mean obviously to do things you need to keep on moving being consistent and whatever I mean obviously you need to have your breaks and stuff and you might be a little demotivated but I'm not sure if that is correct but do you think that is correct? <laughs>
1: Oh, sorry, could you repeat that, um, oh, that
0: statement again if you so can? I was saying that um, passion dies when persistence is not in motion. So, I was saying that to have passion, obviously, I mean, it could be a thinking format or something, but, you know, to actually really do it, make it real, you have to do things, right? So, I was saying, yes, again, yes, yes. So I was saying that, you know, people, um. Sometimes passion could dwindle, but it can't like um die. What I mean, it could die if you're not doing it constantly. If you don't pick it back up, you
1: know. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing, and mm-hmm. um, even though passion dies or it fizzles out, mm-hmm. there in in the case of in case of artists and artistry. Mm-hmm you will have that 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 base that will keep that passion alive mm-hmm. so if we look at groups that that are that are still around and for instance classic example the um, Fleetwood Mac mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac does not really tour as much they they do put out music here and there a lot of remastered work but they have this die hard fan base that has the passion even though the artist themselves have been through so much ups and down that fan base where that passion ignited a fire there's a lot of them are still around and that and they passed on that that passion to other people yeah. and, and it's and it's keep going it's, it's the same can be said um, of, of Michael Jackson you know his passion at the time when he was making music is still. And we're talking about going back into the 70s and the 60s when he was in the Jackson 5. You know, that passion is still there today igniting fires in other people. So the passion may not be with the artist, but the passion in your work will always be there. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you... Uh, what songs
0: would you recommend to someone who doesn't have any clue who BTS is, who BTS is and what would you tell them about them and about um?
1: anything like it yeah I can say it tops even the song that brought me into the fandom which is War of Hormones mm-hmm. it, it's just such a beautiful thing but I would literally introduce them to the songs that are not commercially known mm-hmm. the yeah. the on and C for instance is another really good song um, House Full of Cards is a really good one yeah. um, not many
0: people know that not many people know yes. that
1: I, I would. I really would. not From my perspective, looking in, I really would not introduce them to the songs that are well known. I would introduce mm-hmm. them to the yeah. songs where. Um, another good song too is even um outro tear. Oh yeah. But, uh, it's, it's such it is such a great song. Like you listen to the, to the rap line and how they they they, they you know. RM, Sugar, and J Hope. Like you, you, you. It's just sit down and listen without prejudice, as they would, as Sugar said. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the music without prejudice, you will understand. Mm-hmm. And that has that has never been a more truthful statement. Mm-hmm. and that song is just a different take on. It's like, what do you mean you're my tear? What are you talking about? And it, 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 it has a, a unique pull to it. But yeah, it 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 is. For me to talk about introduction, mm-hmm. it really is, if we're speaking about in the current, I really would go with how um, RM, um, I'm in agreement with him on that. I would go with the more newer,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, the more newer re- releases in the pandemic because not everyone is as open-minded to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To, to a different language, but they may be interested because they got pulled in mm-hmm. because of what they can understand, and then they would start that dive into it and start to appreciate it. Yeah. Ask me six months, mm-hmm. even, and to, to be honest, somebody would say, Well, why wouldn't you introduce them to Dynamite? No, not really Dynamite. I would bring them in with Spring Day because of that content. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it really is a great drive for me. I. Um, I have not really had the opportunity to introduce too much people to their music, mm-hmm. but the ones that I have, I don't even follow the order of albums. You know, i say, okay, check out Love Yourself. Uh, uh, yeah. Check out, yeah, or check like out, um right um check out um for epilogue forever young i i I don't say stats and no i try to pick out different ones according to the person that i'm speaking to i try to think of okay what are you like what would draw you in first and that's how i basically um stated
0: yeah because i remember my friend she like i tried to get to get her into the bts no, and i think um she was like um, she played dynamite and stuff. and um, she said that she liked it. She told me like her mom found it when she was listening to it. So I was like I was like, really? I was like, Oh and then um I think I sent her butter and
1: I was like it's
0: it nicer <laughs> and she was like, Yeah.
1: Yes. And you know, it, it's so funny because we we as a culture we enjoy those kind of those boppy beat music, you know, anything like anything to make the waistline go. Everybody like it. So when you could, when you could kind of catch that, you know that little boom, boom, boom. It's like okay, I got this. I got okay, I like this. I could, I could, could go this. And it's, 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 it, it's just such a. It, and then their discography is so huge for eight years. It's like, what can you not yeah. find? And oh, I must say, as a Caribbean army, the remix that they did on Permission to Dance to include mm-hmm. so, the steel Band, Oh my goodness. Let yeah. me tell you, as a Caribbean, I was I was groovy soccer grooving. You know, so groovy soccer. That is yeah. how I was when I first
2: started. What? Oh my gosh. Uh, oh,
0: I, hope <laughs> I hope we get more more like Caribbean elements to it, you know? Like the dance all the 90s. Uh, I think I think
1: I really do think we need I, I would really love to see even at least one of them tackle, mm-hmm. if not yeah. all seven. You know, as a unit, yeah. but because we know, as we all yeah. know, unfamiliar, they do put out um, singles mm-hmm. and so on and so forth outside of the group. But I would love to see one of them really tackle, mm-hmm. even just, even if it's Bob Marley era kind but, of reggae. Like I think, like, very I think they would to do
0: collaborating it. with people from all around the world, no matter the language. As Yungyi, yes. I think Yoongi, he he like um, he like, I think he like Jamaican music or Bob Marley. I don't know, but because I remember, um, I, I, but I you before, know
1: what? When I, was I um, think Tay Young does listen to it a lot because yeah. if you pay attention, he um even in um when they did uh, he the reversed. cooler, is it the cooler remix? Really? Yeah, he was doing that um or oh, that 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 yeah. move that um Usain Bolt was doing huh? And but he was pulling a Jamaican dance in the video, I and I'm like, oh, I wait, saw R- R- up. we just
0: interviewed? Have the um he had a vinyl of um Bob Marley. It looked like Bob Marley.
1: Who is that? Um, Tay. Yes, no, and that's what I'm saying.
0: There's go, 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 and blood and sweat and tears.
1: Because
0: in, in yeah, um, the GAU, when I was talking to you, they would tell them that it's a Pacific type of word. I remember studying all the last in school, but I can't remember. So I have to go back and go through all these things so I can could, I could, um, put
1: it in the study. <laughs>
0: the thing about being an (laughs) artist. You know, to experiment, try new things, challenge yourself. Well, you know, not
1: all artists are that experimental so On, on blue and gray because Young is a a lower a, a, a baritone yeah, so you gotta so go lower earlier,
0: his earlier days for the and, debut oh good
1: yeah oh, his voice is his voice is is, is is a completely different topic yeah. for another day because I, I can it. tell you <laughs> it, it's 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 just so unique and then you have Jimin with that voice oh his voice is angelic okay, okay. and then you have Jun Kook with this stable, massive range, and then you have Jin who comes in with this this voice that just like a, it, it, you know, like how we always say the the the, the sword in the in the lake,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the lady in the lake. Sorry, wrong um, analogy. The lady in the lake. Yeah. He has that voice like the lady in the first, the lady frozen in the lake. It's like it's just when it hits you, it hits you, and mm-hmm. it, it's just oh. And then I love how the rap line has grown, and they've gotten so confident in. You know that they are rappers, but they have such such a a, a, a different take on singing. Yeah. Even che um, Hope, his vo- his singing voice and his rapping voice, he mm-hmm. has that rap. Yeah. That if he's rapping, it's in there. If he's singing, that rasp is still in there. Okay, and yeah. Namjoon, ooh, French kiss as, as chef's kiss, as we say, he is. Ah, amazing it's 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 just wonderful it's beautiful it's i could sit down and talk about them for hours Mm
0: -hmm. so we have come to the end of our talk um is there anything you would like to say before we go
1: um well i'd like to first off say thank you so much for having me this was such a a amazing um conversation um Mm -hmm. it was it was great to speak to um someone that you know we we can really it's on a little different level because mm-hmm. of our upbringing, mm-hmm. you know, we always say Caribbean, Caribbean, no Caribbean, and it's like when you meet yeah. together, it's like coming home, no matter what island you're from. Yeah. So it was really great to sit down and speak to somebody outside of everywhere else because I, my childhood is from the Caribbean. So it's like mm-hmm. I feel that connection on a completely different level. Like I, I, I even though I am American, mm-hmm. I was raised more in the Caribbean. So for me, my you know, I connect more that way, so this was just such a a great way, even just to hear from you Mm -hmm. how it is out there, and then I don't feel so bad, because then it's like, okay, well, I'm experiencing the same thing Mm -hmm. over here, even though musically we have a lot of 10,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, oh wow, you know, it's the same way. Okay, I don't feel so bad. You know what? Maybe I now need to speak about my love for them a little bit more than I used to. So mm-hmm. it this was this was amazing. It was it was a, a, a very nice, mm-hmm. just relaxing chat.
0: Mm-hmm. As Hobie said, um, he won't be feel he won't feel
1: ashamed to say that he's an hobby. You know? Oh no, I'm, I've never been ashamed to say that I am one. It's it's more or less. It's just you know. you um, mm-hmm. For me, I'm an introvert, so like I'm not really a person to speak yeah I'm um, too much naturally, so for me, this was like you know I came on uh, on Twitter, I mean, like I said, and I've interacted so much that I actually found a voice and i'm I'm active and I talk and and you know you know my profile, like I'm normally really quiet, and then nowadays days, I'm like, it's, like <laughs> how we say you your ga- you get diarrhea <laughs> like. I'm just on the map now because, you know, because you know you feel you feel in such a comfort and in a space where you can speak about your love for them and it's it's just so it's so beautiful it it really is like I really I really enjoy army I I enjoy I enjoy army I enjoy BTS I enjoy the, the, the individualities of everybody I enjoy the mix oh it's just it's such a fulfilling 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 thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Before I end this segment, I just want to thank Koya again for coming on the um, pod and um, for allowing me to interview her, to tell me her army journey, her army story as well. So yes, thank you Koya. So all I just have to say um, to wrap up is that with BTS, you will find some joy, you will find happiness. You may shed some tears. But the thing about going down the rabbit hole is that you would also, um, experience some kind of self reflection, maybe some deep self reflection, yeah. And furthermore, um, if you are Caribbean Army and you, uh, would like to participate in the BTS Caribbean Army study, um, it would be down below. Um. So yeah, all you have to do is just click on the link, and it will send you for the instructions um but yeah i uh, shall see you guys in the next one take care <laughs> um.